listening to the Hooked on Learning Podcast, where we discuss all things related to continuous improvement. And now to your host, Jesse Marcotte. Hello and welcome to another episode of Hooked on Learning. We have something special in store for everybody today. Joining us live in studio is Battalion Chief Brian Siriani. All right, I mean, look warm, but I mean, we're just getting started, so I'm sure uh, with time, naturally, the, the audience will be more inclined to comment and participate. But we do appreciate you taking uh, time out of your busy schedule as the shift commander for, for C-Shift. Um, obviously, anytime we get the opportunity to speak with somebody who is an expert in their field, um, that's always really good for our audience, especially seeing as you were uh, number one in promotions for the battalion chief. So congratulations. Thank Woo-hoo. you, Chief Marcott. I appreciate it. And thanks for uh, allowing me to be here today. So uh, to get started, we're going to do something a little bit unique. We're going to just send this one out to the uh, public open phone line. So go ahead and, and call in at 30447. Uh, joining us on the on the switches today is, is our new producer, Jason Hendrian. Uh, Jason, uh, can you go to line one, please? All right, well, that's encouraging. Uh, remember, Texas anytime, uh, call 30447. Uh, while we're waiting for the phone board, Brian, I'm sure that this is just an inconvenience, uh, a lot going on right now. So um, can you start by maybe giving us an overview as a battalion chief and somebody who's been a command officer for a number of years now? What is, what is your uh, perspective of resource allocation? What does it mean to you to be the resource allocator as the shift commander? Uh, to ensure proper staffing and uh, deployment, resource deployment, so uh, equipment deployment, uh, depending on the run, uh, in a safe, uh, efficient, and effective manner uh, to the township uh, of Northville and the residents of Northville. Solid answer. Yeah, no doubt about that. Uh, we're talking to the call screener. I, b- I believe we have somebody uh, in queue. So before we get to them, uh, how long now have you been with the Norfolk Township Fire Department? Uh, since 1996, uh, Chief Marcotte. 1996. And uh, what positions have you served in? I've served in uh, paid-on-call firefighter, uh, firefighter engineer. Um, then I got promoted to full-time firefighter in 1999. Uh, if you, if you know, we're going we're to go to line, uh, line two where we have a caller here. Hello, you're live on uh, Hooked on Learning. All right, power up. Yeah, first time, long time. That's great. Hi, Uh, Hugh from Livonia. This is uh, Battalion Chief Sirianni. How are you? Hi, Battalion Chief. I had a question for you today about uh, resource allocation. I was wondering if you could give me some insight. Uh, When you're on the fire ground of a box alarm, how difficult is it for you to keep on top of resource allocations of crews as they're arriving on scene at different times? And... What are, what are some of the strategies you, you, you use to stay on top of those tasks? Well, well, Hugh, that's a great question. I appreciate the question. Now, let me answer your first part of that. Um, the resource allocation on a box alarm, so for those who don't know, we use uh, the Michigan uh, box alarm system, so Mabus. Um, it's a pre-planned uh, assignment of units coming to any reported uh, structure fire, working structure fire, that is, for us. So with that, um, we have uh, aid coming from multiple agencies. 
um, set assignments and set resources that, such as engines, uh, ladders, squads, and uh, additional battalion chiefs. So Hugh, with that, um, we use we utilize what we call a tactical worksheet. And sometimes, depending on the size of the incident, we adjust our needs and sometimes we'll put somebody else, uh, we call them a fit, with the battalion chief or the incident commander that day uh, to help manage those resources since we have multiple uh, agencies coming to our, um, what you referred to as box alarms. Um, so with that, uh, we utilize a technical worksheet along with a um, tag system utilized by other communities um, to track our resources and to make sure that the assignments are filled out. Now that does get now that does get challenging depending on depending on the incident um, and the the size of the incident and the scope of the incident. Um, so sometimes we need to either adjust our command structure um, to the size of the incident, uh, so either big or small, and um, ask for additional resources. So it could be very challenging. Great, Chief. Well, thank you very much. Well, I appreciate it. Well, I didn't answer your second part of the oh, yeah. question, did I? Can you please repeat the second part? Yeah. I, I, when you're on those scenes, what are some of the strategies you use to stay on top of uh, the tasks that need to be assigned? I, I think maybe he's referring to, uh, is there anything that, that you use or that your your crew uses to fill you in on, on maybe what's needed? Oh, yeah. Well, we have, uh, we have, uh, we have tactical objectives. Um, Hugh, that we need to accomplish on every structure fire. Um, so whether that's a life safety type issue where it could be a rescue, uh, obviously extinguishment of the fire, um, stopping the loss, the overall loss. So that could be something uh, as simple as salvage and overhaul. Um, and with that, we rely on our firefighters and um, other command officers on scene, our captains, lieutenants, and firefighters uh, to give us what we would call a CAN report, uh, conditions, actions, and needs. And then we respond in priority to their needs. Uh, so, um, what what are those CAN reports, Chief? What I mean, what what when you're asking what 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 was what's an example of uh, something I would uh, respond to you with? Well, if I asked um, F Firefighter Jordan from Livonia, if I asked you, um, F Firefighter Jordan, CAN report, please, you could come back and say. Uh, command from Firefighter Jordan, um, we have the fire extinguished at this time. We are checking for a, um, additional um, fire spread. We have no needs at this time. Or you could come back and say, we have a working fire in the ceiling. I uh, need an additional hose line. We're having difficulty controlling the fire. So with that, we could send you an additional uh, attack team or we can pull you out of the building and maybe go defensive and maybe look at our options if after a certain allotted time uh, the conditions aren't changing for you. Great. So, thank you so much, Chief. I appreciate you answering my questions today. Well, thank you very much, Hugh, for calling in. Mm -hmm. Have a great day. Bye, guys. Thanks again, Hugh. We hope to hear from you in the future on, a, on another episode. Bye-bye. All right, so uh, I think caller Hugh from Livonia brought up some really good points, and what we've talked about in, in some previous episodes uh, was the balancing act that's required of the company officers as it relates to their interpersonal skills and, and managing um, expectations, both expectations placed on them and then the expectations they have of their crews. But I think to apply the same concept of balance as it relates to resource allocation um, and being in your role as a shift commander and battalion chief, um, can you walk us through 
maybe a day where uh, recently resource allocation became important and kind of just paint a picture for us and, uh, and exp maybe walk us through again how that process went and, and what were some of the, uh, the factors, the critical factors, if you will, at play that day. Okay, well, um, some of the challenges, um, Chief Marcotte, are allocating the resources available to us on a daily basis and staying within our uh, fiscal means. So going back, uh, an example would be a couple of weeks ago, we had a pretty busy day. I think it was a 15 run, end up being a 15 run day. 15, 15 run day. Uh, we had a movie shoot scheduled to be here where they needed to use some of our uh, resources and uh, just a very, very busy day. I believe we had some fire officer training you were also conducting, uh, Chief Marcotte. So uh, with that, uh, we had a very, very busy morning. I think we had four or five runs and our only uh, operating fire engine that day broke down, um, had a uh, pulley that broke to a belt system. So it was completely out of service. So um, our backup engine is, uh, as most people from Northville Township, uh, our audience know, our backup engine is also out of service right now and our main engine's out of service. So being the main resource allocator, I had to make sure that our township was covered. So I contacted uh, Plymouth Township Fire Rescue and advised them of our status and to see if they had any extra engines available as well uh, to let them know they were basically on standby. I also did that with Livonia Fire Rescue and Northville City Fire Rescue and Northville City uh, ended up blowing us an engine uh, for the day, but we still had an issue because we had no resources for the movie to use um, because our other backup engine here uh, does not have a, uh, the pump. We have some pump problems on it. So uh, it was a difficult time because the engine that we did end up getting from Northville City, we still had to rely on our other communities if we were to get any extrication type uh, events because um, that engine could not house our jaws of life on it. So we still had to make sure that we were sending the appropriate resources to the appropriate calls and um, trying to, to manage that. Um, with uh, about 20 people outside from a movie, the movie studio and the actors here, uh, we had a lot, a lot to manage that day and it can get overwhelming. Yeah, it certainly seems like it could get overwhelming easily, especially when you consider that the fire service is different from a lot of other fields uh, where we're not only managing incidents, or station duties, but we're also managing um, togetherness and making sure that everybody is, is able to work together uh, back at the station as well as they can on a scene. So um, even simple things, I, I was curious, uh, kind of last question, how related to resource allocation, such as uh, the rest of the crews and um, maybe even making sure that they have uh, the things at their disposal, such as uh, food and, and rest and, and how you handle those things from a resource allocation standpoint? Well, protecting personnel um, is our number one goal and doing things in a safe, efficient manner. Uh, starting, with our, starting with our personnel is the number one priority. Uh, I know it's the number one priority on my shift, um, and it is a balance. Uh, like I said, we had a busy morning. We ended up with 15 runs. They shot a movie from 2, uh, uh, so 1,400 hours until 0 to 30 uh, at our station, and the crew was um, definitely... Um, uh, a little overwhelmed with uh, incidents and with uh, the asking to be extras in the movie and do stuff for the movie. So how do you balance that? Uh, it's a delicate, delicate um, cycle, I would say, on a daily basis because not only are the resources the people 
that we're dealing with, so our most precious resource, coming in um, from their day off. Um, you know, we have different different types of people that work different types of jobs. We have some people that have, uh, you know, up to seven children. We have people that have other things going on in their lives. So sometimes when they come into work, they might not be um, 100% rested themselves. And then asking them to do additional things. And then obviously uh, our number one job is to respond to emergencies and when we're really busy like that. So it's a delicate, delicate balance. And then you got to try to get your hydration in, your rest in, your nourishment in while you can. And then, um, so you have to give and take a little. So some stuff might lax around the station that day. Some stuff might lax um, uh, in other areas because due to the run volume and due to the other. So what, so, we, okay. what we'd like to do, I'm sorry, is to uh, prioritize our assignments for the day. That's what I like to do, and I'm sure the other battalion chiefs do. Um, but prioritize the assignments for that day of what's most important. Obviously, on a daily basis, the most important things are emergency runs and training. Um, but sometimes some of that has to give. And I know as the training chief, uh, you, uh, you, our trainings have been interrupted uh, several, several times. And it's, uh, again, that balance. So uh, maybe the last thing is everybody knows uh, that firefighters are known for, for being connoisseurs of uh, fine food that's consumed at the fire station, even when it's cold, rewarm food. Uh, but but how would you describe uh, the importance of making sure crews are are properly fed? Ah, spaghetti meatballs and the pizza pie. Okay, well that's certainly a different look on it. Um, I suppose there's something to say for carb loading. That's not my answer. Oh, okay. Oh. I mean, uh, I know it's common uh, <laughs> marathon runners and endurance athletes to eat um, you know food such as spaghetti. So you know you know just or Chief Marcotte, you know. Um, Planning for emergencies is very important, and we've done that, and it helps us allocate the resources necessary to um, effectively supply the incident with pizza and meatballs. Very good. Uh, in closing here, is there anything in particular you'd like to add, any, uh, any parting words of wisdom for our listening audience? No, again, there's uh, multiple challenges on a daily basis, especially with a smaller department with, like ours, with uh, staffing, uh, with overtime, with um, resources like the trucks and vehicles being in service. Um, but we've done a good job in planning uh, using the Mabus system, callbacks, and um, overtime to uh, fulfill those needs of resources. Excellent. Well, we certainly, um, it, we certainly appreciate you sharing your expertise with us today. Uh, in between emergencies, uh, and with that, uh, thank you so much for your time, and thank you so much to our listening audience uh, for joining us today, and we look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to the Hooked on Learning Podcast. Until next time, be smart.